Hi everyone, welcome to today's Daily Bread, Prophetically Driven Wisdom. Um, this message is for, you know, parents and if any younger adults or teenagers may come across this audio. Or if you guys could help spread this word on your channels so that people can know if on your social media accounts if you get um emails and stuff that emails or messages from people claiming to be from secret societies illuminati or whatever type of secret society tell your children don't respond to them don't some of those things for the most part they're not like you would think that Oh, this person talk about Illuminati and they asking me if I want to join. That's a scam. I'ma just play with them. I'ma just um prank them. Don't do that. Like you let them know don't do that. Don't like prank messages and be like, yeah, I want to join. No, you don't. Because the organization itself, it has an organization. I don't know the ins and outs of that, because I don't know about Illuminati. But I know it's still there's branch off secret societies or people that want to be portrayed as those bigger secret societies. You understand what I'm trying to say? And they scam people and steal people's destinies by going and sending emails to hundreds or thousands of people. They do it throughout however long they're doing it. And people responding, and sometimes you don't even not have to respond to them and because you're in lack of knowledge of that type of stuff and that type of spiritual warfare they will pursue you for the remainder of your life because let me see how to say this it's like they on a hunt and they looking for people to say yeah I want to join come in agreement with them I don't know what they do when they get in an agreement with them, but even if you don't respond to them, that's an answer to the enemy, which is spiritual. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against high rulers of darkness and principalities of this world, remember? So, you still, when you see that message, whether you respond to it or not, you need to be covering yourself. Like, Father, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke that. I cover my soul. I cover my destiny. cover my birth chart. I cover everything concerning me with the hand of God. The blood of Jesus is the full arm of the Lord. covers me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Psalms 91 go goes to and fro to protect me. It stands guard concerning me in Jesus' name. On all corners and areas of my life and even the centers of my life. The center of my life, I mean. The archangel of the Lord stand guard concerning me, concerning you. Because you can be ensnared and then you never know how this happened to you. Why it's happening to you. And you don't know that you got a secret society pursuing you. Because it could be somebody in your family could have did some evil junk and gave them your name. Or... They just came across your page. And that's why I stress about, you know, us presenting ourselves on social media, you know, to the to the 
you want to put yourself in the best light, but be real and authentic with it, right? Some people are expressive when it comes to their bodies and, you know, the type of clothes that they wear. And then there's the certain seasons where certain clothing is okay. You understand what I'm saying? But then how you still presenting yourself even when you got to wear your bikinis and your little clothes, your skimpy clothes and stuff. How you still presenting yourself can hurt you or not, if that makes sense. Because from the spiritual point of view, Father God told us as, you know, women and men of course but from talking to uh, women because you would be the the most likely pursued prey especially at mature age level i mean immature age levels when you want to be free with your body and the way you may present yourself or act you understand what i'm saying like twerking and this ain't no slight to nobody this is just this, you got to understand the spiritual aspect of things where you can allow yourself to be ensnared. We all done did something that we ain't proud of and then you made it grow up. But that don't mean you got a right to judge them and just make them feel like they not nothing because that's where they at. You teach, you teach and give wisdom so they can step into it. So the key is given to them. When God needs that key to activate for them, for the kind of recollection, he'll do that. Now they decide to keep ignoring it and keep presenting themselves in certain ways for no reason when they don't have to. It's not a part of their job. It's not, you understand what I'm saying? You got to suffer the consequences. Even It's even still be consequences to suffer when that is your actual job. Because we got to understand when God, what God say, it trumps what the company that you work for says you understand what I'm saying so if your company tells you to do stuff that goes against what your God said God is still gonna stand above your company just cause you get paid for them God created you and God allowed you to get that oh, go through that door to work for that company you understand what I'm saying like some people just think that everything is just was them and it wasn't you had somebody praying for you. You had God himself looking out for you, giving you mercy, extending mercy to you. You understand? It'd be a lot of different reasons. Never just take the credit for yourself. Because you got to understand when we, whenever your time is to go home, your God is the God that comes to get you. Like your soul. Like, so if you spend your time, serving all your time for Satan... And worshiping him and doing everything to align your life with him. Everybody is sinners. So this ain't to don't feel condemned or nothing. If you, because we all have choices. He give you a choice. But you want to suffer the consequence for whatever choice you choose. You choose right, you going to get the blessings for obedience. But you still going to go through life lessons that feel like you're being punished. You get what I'm saying? And it's not. Sometimes it is your punishment. Because you need to be aware in life as you're going of your ways. God don't be intending for us to get in demonic cycles of toxic attitudes where we just explode all the time. People can always offend us and 
we're always easily offended. We always gotta have it our way, like because then it it may, it we supposed to have rulership over us. If you don't have rulership over you, somebody else will see that about you and up and go do a spiritual method to obtain rulership and authority over you, and you will be going through life wondering what's going on. Because you was acting up and not caring how you was presenting yourself. You, when you are, God give you ranking and he make you who you is. He give us all gifts. We all got a, a, a chance to step into our spiritual rankings. Some of you were born with the high rank, period. You was born with it. And some people, you have to go through through certain levels. And then it's still different arenas of rankings. So, that's why I know neither you being jealous of whoever because you can still have a high rank, but your high rank don't make you more high rank than the other person who got the high rank because it depends on what you high ranked in. Are you high rank in our are you an archer for Father God? Are you a oracle? Are you a prophet, minister, pastor, um you know someone who can give revelation for Father God? Are you an intercessor like the, the archers, the intercessors, the prayer warriors, those are basically God's shooters. He, but it's from a pureness because they spend time with Father God. They learn his word. They learn his ways, his rules, and his laws so that when they pray, their prayers are just, 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 they are righteous. They're going forth in righteous pureness because because they letting God lead them and they spending time with Him, He allowing them to see the what the root cause of the sin that's affecting the group of people that they have been given charge over to be the intercessors, the archers for God. You are when you're an intercessor and an archer, you're not that you're not just that for your household or for your own life. You are that because you are assigned a region, you are assigned a people. And you have you are responsible for those people's. Uh, let me see how to say this. You're not responsible because they go be sinners and careless with their life. But you are an intercessor. You responsible for being on your job spiritually. That's why your relationship with Father God is a necessity. It's not. Oh well, sometimes I could be in my relationship with God and still be in good standing with Him and be His archer with the highest rank. You can't. You, you who have the highest ranks, me, and you, you can't do anything that you want to do. You, you a high priestess. You a prophetess. You have to have rulership over your soul or a prophet or you know the male versions of it. You can't just be having sex with anybody. You literally can't have sex. Bruh, like until you marry, like straight up, you are compromising your rank, your power, and authority. And because we deal with high rulers and kingdoms, prince of kingdoms of darkness and principalities of this world, they know you with the high rank. Your light always shining. Everywhere is darkness, and you are the light pillars that's brightening up the street in the spiritual realm basically so to say if that makes sense your crown is of glory that God gave you he give us like seven crowns you got more than one crown but you need to make sure you protecting your crowns because why your crown is directly connected to your mind that's why you find people 
go through mental illness or schizophrenia or, you know, those type of things. Because they got somebody shooting at their crown and they don't know somebody shooting at their crown. Or in the spiritual realm. Or some one of their ancestors or their parent or their self was dabbling in darkness. When you go to demons, like you literally straight up go to demons and conjure them for stuff and ask them for stuff whatever you whatever ritual you do for them and sacrifice and dedicate to the demons itself in the principalities they ain't just taking that sacrifice stuff that you giving them they are taking gifts from people in your bloodline you don't get to choose who ain't who the gift ain't gonna touch you can go do all protection prayers that you want to do but you went to that demon. At that point, you had gave your power and authority over to the demon or the principality. So whatever rank you got, he got. And it's higher because they be of ancient old. So they this high-ranking demonic demons and dark entities. So once you, who supposed to be a pure in this righteous light, go conjure them up. Contact them like let, like straight up. To, for fame or for fortune or for success whatever it is that you go to them for your rank then you you have made your crown a crown of darkness you gave it over to Satan you understand what I'm saying and it's not that Satan tricked you out of it you went to him he still had to go to God to take your to taint your crown because you want to know why your crown was given to you by God and God watching you and so since God watching you, he know that all the acts and the rituals that you did, each step that you did to get that demon to even appear to you for you to make the request that you made. So he knowing, oh, you did this with intentional. It's different when somebody ensnare you and they get you caught up in something like that. And you ain't had no clue that they was doing it to you because you don't know nothing about nothing. You wasn't knowing that this whatever they had asked you to do was ritual nothing but depend on what they told you to do if it's a sin of perverseness of whatever where you had to kill somebody where you had to do something to a child you had no business doing or you had to go steal something whatever it is you still know right from wrong god he like you know how you can go manipulate a person and and, and try to get out of something you did and it might work by some grace of god still <laughs> at the end of the day you can't do that with God. He'll watching you the whole time. He know, okay, they spiritually blind, but at the same time, I know that they, I know that them people casting spells with blind their eyes. But I still know you if you moving around mobily doing stuff with your on your own accord, going to the store buying stuff, talking to people, calling people, and you got you could think of stuff to talk to people about and problem solve still in your brain knowing even if somebody was casting spells to bind your mind or your eyes he know you mobile with it he know you still have intentions there so he still know you intentionally fell to the temptation or the sin or whatever it is that allow you to become even more ensnared to the enemy whether you was blind or not. He gonna judge you on, on each step of a court. Cause he watching you the whole time. So that's why you know how they like when we go to when 
and whenever it's your time to go you got to go before god and he questions you about stuff you did in life that's why it's important for you to be repenting every day it's not that somebody just telling you go oh, go repent you're supposed to repent but repent mean now you repent it now you got it you trying to turn away from it you might fall a few times trying to turn away from it but in your intentions more and more with your own willpower because you trying to take it back you you allowing yourself to say no to stuff that make you sin you allowing yourself to say no to the man that want to have sex with you and you know he don't want to be with you you allowing yourself to say no to the nice pretty fine female who's single and you know you can be with her and she coming on to you in a sexual manner right but you can you can say no because you have a standard still as a man it is it's more attractive for you to be able to have standards about yourself to where if a female was coming on to you you can respectfully turn her down you want to know why that that is still you you would think that oh that's gonna hurt her feelings she hope she don't want to talk to me no more nah she if she already is that type of female when she was coming on to you like that that's gonna make her like you even more. Anyways, that's it's it's more attractive to see a man have a standard than to see a man just be a pass around. Just how men look at females like, oh, you a body, you a pass around, this and this and this. Like it goes the same with it's with females who have standards. Like they be looking at y'all men like that too, and it don't matter how much money you got because. Bro, you can still get a disease. Like, sis, you can still get a disease. The money part ain't stopping you from getting something that you can't cure. Even spiritual practices don't cure or heal everything. Sometimes it, it masks whatever you think you went to the witch doctor to go heal. And they give you something else. Like, don't just be doing stuff because you know it's available to you to do it. Because you are trading something off even for that satanic healing. I'm telling you, for a say tell it, set it for you to go to somebody who do dark practices to go get some healing. What they gonna do if they they dabbling in darkness? They're conjuring up darkness. It's gonna be a dark mass that's placed within wherever that sickness or disease or affliction is coming from. It's gonna be a dark mass that covers that. So whatever, uh, um, what it is. What it is when you start seeing uh, an effect of something and the illness, the outcome of that illness, like the outbreak of the illness or the, I guess the outcome of whatever illness or ailment, the, whether it's pain or, you know what I'm trying to say, or do it make stuff appear on you, it, it'll mask that, so that'll go away, right? And you look like you healing and healthy again, but then... Since it's a dark mask, that dark mask is going to be feeding off your life force. What you think that dark, oh, you just think that dark mask is like a band-aid? No, it's a dark mask that came from hell, darkness, or wherever they conjured it from. It came from somewhere, so it's moving around. It has a purpose. It's going to be, it's going to be like a leech just masking that and sucking from your life force to continue to do what it's doing to you. Otherwise, it's in this. It's just going to be just an ineffective thing that's just conjured up. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? If it can actually do something, that means it, it, whatever it is, it has 
some type of force that's working with it for it to be able to work. But it's not working how your human mind would want you to think or how the devil would want you to think that, oh, this has actually healed me. No, you actually ensnared yourself now because you got something that has entered your body that's it's for it's foreign it ain't even supposed to be there you understand and it's from darkness it's going to be feeding off your light it's going to be feeding off your anointing it's going to be and then we don't even be knowing we be having certain anointings because it don't be your divine time to step into it yet you won't be having no wisdom or knowledge about it because when God know all the gifts and stuff that he placed upon each one of us. We all don't got the same gifts, right? So, and sometimes you don't start out with certain gifts. You obtain them by way of you being able to listen, learn, and use your wisdom and be in relationship with God. He rewards you with certain gifts you didn't, you wasn't born with. And the ability to steward it, the mindset and the strategies to upkeep it and all that, Right? And nobody can steal it. Nobody can do it how you do it. And if you was to take yourself from the equation, whatever effect that it was when you were in the equation, it's not going to be the same equation anymore when you take you out of it. Because we are all not, we not the same. Our, you, you, when you talk, your strategy of encouragement, and it's not even an intentional strategy. It's just, it's your anointing is how you are set up. It's all of you. It's your character. It's your identity. Your essence. Your aura. You, your intellect. It's all being used at one time. Your life resume. is. Your brain is just thinking of all the stuff that you know you went through. It's breaking you pictures. Or your mind. Your, you using all aspects of you. And then to relay what you're seeing. Right? That's. Nobody can be you. They can copy it. Right? They can go regurgitate what you say, or sometimes they're not even regurgitating, and sometimes they're not copying. You was their teacher, and they really learned from you. You know, because we don't want to be grouping everybody in the same category when you a leader. That's why you got that high rank. That's why you got that those spiritual gifts, or or, or God allowed you to be a high priestess, a pastor, a minister, a prophetess, or a prophet, or he call you his oracle, right? All of that matters, like, because God gave it to you. That's why he don't want us to just go picking up titles and stuff. You will know that you got the gift because the gift going to show up and show itself through you. And people will see the authenticness of it regardless. Even if you have a message similar to somebody else's, people will still see your authenticness. But in order to stay authentic in a crowded arena of, you know, place where a lot of people do the same thing that you do, sometimes you got to step back and gather your own thoughts and creative ideas from within and not from what you're seeing so much of. So that's how you stay different. That's how you you are you you know what I mean and you don't just become blended in all the way with the crowd like where everybody just look the same I don't like that look where everybody is just one type of individual like 
I like to see people, like, I like to see different type of people. I want to see all the colors of the races and ethnicities and stuff. Like, I want to see everybody. I really think that's boring to go somewhere and, like, everybody just the same. Like, everybody look the same. Everybody act the same. As far as personalities and even expectations. Because then, if, it, if the environment gets to the point where everybody just the same... How y'all ever going to, like, elevate and grow? Because everybody too busy being the same. Because somebody got to be, like, the person with the wisdom some and the, and the knowledge or the different versions and variations of wisdom and knowledge. It's different. Going to be different people. So everybody can't just be one person. You know what I'm saying? You need somebody who can explain that. with This person giving you the wisdom and the revelation from their vision. Somebody else will come give you a teaching about that wisdom and revelation of what they told you about. But in a whole nother way, in a whole nother breakdown, that then give you, your brain, a whole different added on with what you had learned from them. Other two places, you got a whole bigger revelation. So when you give... People have a whole bigger revelation than what was started out from the first two. Because y'all all got made it all come together. Everybody only has pieces to the puzzle. I don't care if you sit there and try to investigate a story and go give commentary on that story. All your commentary, even as a whole, even if you come to the conclusion of helping solve a case... You still only had pieces of the puzzle. Just like how everybody else did. You get what I'm saying? Because you went and got that revelation from others as well. You ain't just go get it from nowhere. And you still have to have places to reference and confirm at the same time. Right? Because even when you go through... Go to a prophet or somebody spiritually to get wisdom. You still got to get confirmation of the stuff that you being told. It's not just, oh, Miss Sarah said that um, new beginnings was coming. Okay, Miss Sarah said new beginnings new beginnings is coming. But Father God said he going to confirm <laughs> things. So... If Father God told me, Sarah, that you're going to have new beginnings, and then Sarah relates to you the righteous message in the righteous manner that she's supposed to, you still got to wait for God to confirm to you the message. And you're supposed to go to God and ask God, is that message even for you in that season? Like, it's still stuff. It's only you don't just go get the message and that's it. It's other stuff you're supposed to do. You got to ask God for it. It was it for you in that season. So you ain't just sitting there in that season waiting in vain. And then get mad at God. And then turn around and get mad at Miss Sarah. Because you think she lied to you. When she told you the truth. You ain't do your part. It's the part that you're supposed to do. Sometimes you just get blessed. Like Miss Sarah came and told you. And then the next day it came to fruition what she told you. Because you had already did what you needed to do. She just... He just wanted to surprise you and let you know. And then, boom, he surprised you again because he came fast. Like, you get what I'm saying? You had already did what you needed to do. You just ain't know you was doing what you was needing to do because it came from your place of purity and 
righteous relationship with God. That you always be, since for the most part, you try and strive to do the right thing. Right things are going to happen. But that don't mean you ain't going to have warfare. And you can still even be doing the right things and have a whole lot of warfare. It just depends on the people that choose to want to be your enemies. And also, whatever about you or your gift causes envy or jealousy in others. Because sometimes people ain't even doing nothing, man. They just be doing them and because a person I'll never deal with jealousy it's jealous insecurity jealousies and envy stem from insecurities okay well no in my own opinion and other and probably other stuff too of course but it stems from insecurities because no matter what even when you go around other other females or other males that maybe you feel look better than you Sometimes they don't be looking better than you. You just insecure. People they just look different than you. You cause you see you every day. Right? And they may just be in the more glamorized position. Or because they may be have be more financially wealthy or just because they could just have a a, a more elegant taste than what you yourself have and that's not even nothing wrong with that because you got people that they taste is elegant and they got they got style and they ain't trying to stun on you <clears throat> they ain't trying to stun on you they just that good at what they do when it come to picking clothes out and looking good they ain't they may always come wherever they go they look good they look like they finna go to a photo shoot but that's them that's that part of their identity right and then you if you got a problem with that like you got you gotta ask yourself why why do i feel some type of way every time every time i see lisa and Lisa ain't did nothing to me. She be nice. She be speaking when she see me. Even if y'all ain't friends or nothing. She's just somebody who be you always see or be around. Or if she your family. Like you. Like what in you would get mad that she always is pretty. Or always look like she got a photo shoot to go to. What in you. You got to ask yourself these things. Because that's how. That's the only way you can break off. Insecurity. Jealousy. And envy. In order to be delivered from something, you got to be willing to go to the core of why it even exists so you can relinquish it. Because now you're aware of where it even come from. Are you, because you, I don't know, everybody is different. I don't know, everybody is different. Because you got people, they don't got no problem seeing somebody else always looking like they finna go to a photo shoot. Like, they actually admire that about the person. But... They wouldn't do it. They wouldn't wear it. And they actually like the stuff that the person be wearing. But it's not a part of their character or style. And but they don't have it don't even bother them like it like the point of them of jealousy and the feeling of insecurity don't even show up at all, period. It don't even cross their mind because you know why? They don't even feed jealousy and insecurity. They it's a point in life where you you gotta get comfortable with giving people compliments. And because that's showing that whatever you see looked it nice. 
you giving credit with you giving the person credit or a compliment or you just being nice because your compliment is an encouragement to an, to another that's a that's a blessing to people blessings aren't always just like financial and material like physical stuff the fact that you seen somebody even if they weren't dressed up they could have had clothes that look like it was they just threw on anything but their hair looked nice still and you compliment them on their ha- on their on their hair and you don't know how they was feeling on the inside they could have still been feeling insecure because just because a person is pretty doesn't mean they feel or perceive themselves as the beautiful that you perceive them in they there's some beautiful people that perceive themselves as ugly because jealous people point out whatever flaws they may have or it's not even a flaw it's just different to what they used to be to the look or choice of what they would choose to deem as pretty because there's not no one standard of what beautiful is it's different variations of beautiful just like with skin tones I like all the colors of the skin tones because they colors like I like colors like you know what I mean like from the light to the darkness to the dark the colors this color scheme of human skin is is pretty and then especially skin tones that have like the two-tone like you got the light undertone and then you got maybe like a a browner or a tanner over over layer of skin I don't know how to say it but it's like if you take pictures depending on the angle you can either look darker or you can be lighter because of the shade of your skin tone like I don't know that's kind of like how my skin tone is it's like I don't know I don't know but I'm pretty sure you you guys know what I'm saying because some people just have their skin tone is just one full rich complexion and some people you know they had a two tone or some people darker in some areas like their face may be lighter than what the rest of them is or darker than what the rest of them is I don't know I don't know why skin complexion just came to mind or or colors, but just to talk about, you know, like giving compliment, that's an exchange of a blessing because you, what you see about someone's complexion when you give a compliment to someone about their complexion, depending on their life, where their life was or how it was for them or their, their spiritual warfare concerning their identity or their looks their complexion could have been the main thing that was targeted to cause low self-esteem in them could be the root cause of their insecurities because wherever they grew up at everybody preferred because it's different and they depend on where you grew up at some people depend on where you at they they prefer dark skin or medium medium tone skin and some prefer fair light skin right ain't nothing wrong with no none of that but when you get 
say if you was in a place where everybody act the choice for everyone actually was fair skin and you would never had to deal with nobody coming at you concerning complexion because where you are your your look is like the standard but then if you get took to a place where your look not necessarily the standard of the beauty of this country or that country you get what I'm trying to say and or that gang or that hood or that um, agency when you come in an agency where they their therefore their first choice is a different type other than you really whatever your complexion is it can make you feel now and depending on the people who are around you they toxicness or jealousy whether you feel still feel confident or not because you not in necessarily your comfort zone you know how you like step outside your comfort zone so you leave there and you go somewhere else giving something a chance but because you are the only one with your look you seem different and people make you feel different you it's a choice whether you allow it to actually penetrate your confidence but you had to be aware that this is possible so that you know when you just go to new places you want mentally and physically you try to get yourself ready to be around new people you want to try to think of all aspects of things that could cause you insecurity things that could cause you low self-esteem so that you can deal with it and it won't even affect you if you get put in that predicament it just so happen it ain't like you go you like who thinks that they going i don't know but some people some people do that may be where they at you understand where they their concern is what people think about their looks that everybody ain't like how how you might not care because you know that to you, you beautiful. It don't matter. It, whatever, even if you got flaws, it is what it is. To you, you beautiful. And you don't care what nobody say. You, your appearance ain't really stopping you from, you know what I'm saying? Getting nothing that you ever wanted. Even if people try to cast that type of illusion. Wisdom is knowledge. What you know ahead of time can save you from having hurt feelings and a wounded self-esteem that's what i'm trying to say because you're aware you're aware now that it's not that you look different it's just you are in an environment that's outside of your comfort zone and what you're used to what you grew up with it's just like you being a person who had it reached the point yet of obtaining wealth but you reached the points of obtaining power authority influence and ranks but you just ain't got to that point yet right and but someone else may have got to wealth but they hadn't got to the level of power authority ranking anointing gifts and all of that stuff that you may have, because everybody different. If they ain't foul, he gonna favor us differently. What what 
use are we if everybody getting favor in the same arena? How are we going to be a, ble a blessing to each other? Like how I could be a blessing to you in wisdom, you can be a blessing to me financially. That's how we helping each other. That's how we keeping this going. That's how we keeping each other encouraged. Otherwise, you just, or if it's not you blessing me financially, it's really how you bless me or another. I'm just using me as an example. It's how you choose to what God tell you to do, right? Because you don't have to bless me financially You by you sharing it, by you encouraging me. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever your exchange version of blessing is, is enough for me. Because... Can't tell a bit how, how to bless you. You get what I'm trying to say? How is God allowing you to be blessed in this scenario? Because you can feel like you ain't being blessed how you should be. But you actually are. It's just your perception is now allowing you to see the bigger picture. Just how they are blessed financially more than me, right? They don't, I'm not jealous. I'm not envious about that or nothing. But I'm just waiting for God to get me to what he gonna get me to that point you get what i'm trying to say long as i'm doing my part it'll happen right it's no reason to be jealous because i have something to look forward to because they are the representation of the blessing that is possible for me that's the mindset that you have to have you can't look at people and be mad at them because they are more wealthy than you because how you mad that they more wealthy than you, but you are more high ranking, more you are more blessed spiritually. That's the best way I can say that. You blessed more spiritually. You have abilities that other people do not have. And when people see that you have them abilities, they looking at you like, bro, where are you from? You are not even from this earth. Because everybody don't got the abilities or powers, nigga. Like, that's an actual thing that big thing is from cartoons or from, um, <laughs> for the comic books. It's just, it just seems unnatural when you look at it from comic books and stuff because they showing you what it looks like from, they showing you in the physical what it actually looks like in the natural. It's invisible to you in the natural uh, let me turn away. All right, you know how when you're watching one of them, them superhero type of movies or shows or comic books, right? And you could, and they do the little blast thing or whatever they love superpower be, and you could see the little explosion or of of their power color blue or whatever it is that they shoot green or whatever. You can see it because they they made an effort to give you a visual, right? But that type of stuff people have those type of powers that they can't you can't see that when you be rapping or when you talking and when you sing your song your even your nice regular type of songs like r&b type of songs or your gospel songs especially your gospel songs it's because it's gonna have different type of effect effects you heard that horn it's gonna have different type of effects it depends on what arena you you target your target is or that you are aligned or allowed it to so 
in the spiritual realm, when you sing and you rap, and when you dance, there's an actual power. There's an actual thing that, that is manifesting in the spiritual realm. Just how the superhero powers be looking like boom blasts and all that. That be going on with you in the spiritual realm. But you can't see it. And I wouldn't want to see it. Because then I'd be like, you feel me? Like, nah, I don't want to see that part. That probably scared me. I don't know. But, so you don't see that that power that exudes from your hands or from your voice or from your eyes when you stare at people like when you give people that stuff like Bill why is you playing with me or if somebody give you an evil eye stuff like from their own actual eyes there's a there's a power ability that's manifesting from there's a projection that's the word there's a projection that's coming from their eyes bro they ain't just looking at you when when person looking at you me first of all even in their intentions when they looking at you they looking at you like if you tried them when they give you that look like bill why is you trying me and they give you that pause and their eyes just stuck on you and you know you know that you tried them because they looking at you and in their intentions, they want you to know, like, do you know you trying me? Like, so you having a solid conversation. But even in that, it's an ability. And then you, your ability to perceive that they've been looking at me like I done tried them. And you could have even just, you could have been, you know how you ever been talking? And you don't know that this person necessarily have this habit or this insecurity. And you're just talking. You're not trying to sugarcoat nothing because you're just having a regular conversation with somebody who you may be close with right but you won't know that it's, that that is that person's insecurity and you're just talking and then you go to making your jokes you can even make a joke about it just like being and i ain't even necessarily even being toxic sometimes people joke and jokes are meant to be funny they ain't always meant to be all thought out to be how we think they should be it's a joke right you're gonna it's either funny or it's not or is it offensive because some jokes are offensive and they ain't funny right it just depends but but yeah that's that's an ability for you to even communicate silently just by looking at somebody or whether you whatever your reaction is of why you doing the silent communication you get what I'm trying to say But in the spiritual realm, you just don't see what it looks like. The cartoons and all of those type of shows that, like anime and all of that type of stuff, it give you a visual of what actually be happening when you be going to, to war spiritually. So when you talking junk about somebody... Those are like arrows. Your words are like bullets, or or your words are like fire. It depends on what you saying out your mouth, or also depends on what gift God gave you. Everybody don't got the same gift. Some people they they can be verbal. It's like being a verbal a verbal assassin. Like verbally, they can murder you, bro. Like people really have that type of gift. Which is those ones with them high ranks that I be trying to talk to. 
when I be talking about we always got to stand in accountability. You think when you just when somebody piss you off and you go to get mad, you got your words ain't just words. They actually gonna manifest, but it could be however it manifests is going. Like I don't know, man. We just got to be aware and accountable, and we got to be. That don't mean that. Oh, just you ain't finna be provoking nobody continuously over and over. And then when they get tired of provoke them, you provoking them, and they give you what you are keep knocking on that dofa. And when they give it to you, you don't got no right to go to God and be like, well, they said this and then this happened. You asked for it. You reap what you sowing. You if you keep provoking somebody, you're gonna reap the consequences of your provocation and your triggering it ain't it ain't just oh i get to keep because i'm who i am and they're who they are i don't like them or i look down on them i don't want them to get wherever they're going i'm gonna just keep doing whatever i'm doing to them and then when they get tired of it god ain't never told us to be no coward he told us to turn the other cheek and when you turn the other cheek and you don't went to god and you done kept turning the other cheek and went to God and you done been guarding your mouth and guarding your ways and being quiet and just doing what God told you to do. He ain't never told you to let them stump you into the ground, bruh. You ain't an intercessor and a warrior for no reason. You ain't, you ain't, he ain't giving you the gift just to get trampled over. You got the right to defend yourself. And like what? I like that's like you just get to come up swinging on me, bruh, and I'm just supposed to just sit here with my arms down the whole time, and you just literally throwing blows, bitch. Hell nah. Like you supposed to hit back because that's how you gonna save your own life. A person can hit you so hard to where you die, so you won't just let. Nah, if you cannot, if you can exit, uh altercation I feel like that's what you should do you should try to not feed the the person who trying to bring you like the whatever the issue is but some people get back into a corner or it's a gang of people that they they surrounded by and they ain't got no choice it's either fight or flight bruh and if you ain't like you ain't got no wings that do or no abilities to actually fly you what you gonna fall and then they just gonna trample you trample you it's either fight or fall bitch you don't just fall unless that was god's a bit god's will for you because you ain't doing right by whatever he had for you to be doing you could perceive yourself to have took a fall when you never did you just probably slacked up on something or lost the zeal for whatever whatever you was doing but outside of that you don't, he don't just post the, we ain't just, you no, no, you got a right to defend yourself. You have a right to defend yourself, but even in us defending ourselves, it's best to be the version of, best ver, the best version and representation and influence that you can be. But sometimes, you just may not always present yourself in the best light but it, once you become aware of these types of teachings or wisdom now you know right you ain't if you ain't know before you ain't know before but then when you learn when you know 
it's now this is a the test of keeping it up trial and error basic basis like you gonna have trial and error you gonna make you gonna fall sometimes that's that's the representation of falling like you make an error in you ain't hold your tongue that time you could have you know you could have but you was like man forget that the more you exercise telling yourself nah i'm gonna be quiet the time i'm gonna I'm just let slide Father God, here you go. I'm gonna give you this burden. I'm gonna give you the burden of what they just did to me, and I'm gonna just be quiet. Cause Lord God, I know you. I know you seen what they just did to me. And Father God, I know you see how I want to react. Cause sometimes that's what saves you, and that's what build you closer relationship with Father God. You telling him how you you father god you know how i want to act you know how i want to tell her off right now i want to tell him off go talk to god about what you want to do but you know that's your daddy you need to be respectful when you're talking to your parent at all times it's your your this parent that i'm talking about he holy at all times so even when we go in and talk to him we have to be in consideration of his holiness of of his majesty of who he is we are the we are we ain't higher than him we ain't on his level so we you can go to him all the time you can always go to him you go to him when you mad you can go to him when you crying when you angry but the more you grow in your maturity with intentions you you start working on how you go to him he told us to go to him how we come to him how we are like come as we are because we ain't got no choice that you could you can only come to him how you how you already have allowed yourself to become right you are when you when we are before father god you in your nakedness regardless okay like you ain't hiding nothing from father god you in you are basically naked he see past your clothes and in jewelry and 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 even your beauty he's seeing your soul and heart and that's what he judges you by. And that's what he knows you by. So, you have to be aware more and more. Okay, I, yeah, you know, in my youthful days, or even last year, even last week, because you got to start from somewhere. I used to go to Father God, you know, real angry and cussing and stuff like that. But now, you know... I did it a few times, or even if you you got on the road of of good of doing good, and you was even pure, this, pure using your pure, your with intentions, trying to stay pure in speech, and you was doing good for a long time, and then somewhere you fell off with staying in alignment with it, whether it was out of people provoking you and you getting tired of it. Okay, you where you at now? Day by day, step by step, you need to start coming back in alignment with even your speech. Because your speech is a part of your anointing that you need to stay how you, in pureness. In pureness and your divinity need to be in pureness. Right? You're striving to go forward or up. Forward and up because you're growing. But you always want to move forward. 
is to overcome whatever causes you to be out of character or speak out of character or speak in reckless ways even in word choice because it's going to show that the growth from within is going to come outwardly and if you can't work on the puritiness of of even speech what you really working on besides yeah you might read the bible and you might pray all the time and god love all of that and that's all accounted and it's all need to be given credit right because you're doing what you're supposed to do and when i say credit because giving credit when somebody trying to align their stuff and do do the work that they're supposed to do you know for their life whatever you wherever you at that's encouraging for you the individual to even hear that you're doing you you doing good but we all have something to work on that's where we come at come to learn to accept and be okay with constructive criticism i said constructive not mean as constructive down talking because some people need to need to learn what constructive criticism is. It's when you got when you have to give somebody something where you're criticizing, you need to use is it is the word empathy. Put yourself in they put yourself in their shoes and how you would want it to be presented to you basically. You be that representation. However you want people to present stuff to you. You, that's how you present stuff to other people in your in your regular life, right? Because some people got, like, they ain't always, like, if you acting or if you on a, if you making a video, you doing a, a music video or something, you're not always talking in those manners. But in your regular life, you want to be exercising, doing that so that you can separate that version of you versus your authentic version of you that you want to be aligned with Father God and trying to strive for righteousness from within. So you your your crown of glory can be of righteousness. That's how you at your highest rank is at your righteous level. Okay? That's why you with them high ranks gotta be mindful of what you indulging in concerning sex and all of that or temptations and stuff you gotta be mindful because those are giving the enemy doorways to attach to you you are giving away that's how you give away your powers and your virtues and your abilities cause, or let, that's how you allow them to be able to either latch on to you or, or attach themselves to you because you conforming is you compromising which is you going against what Father God told you to do or what you you made a vow to Father God you know that for you to have his gift you in agreement with Father God so for then you for you to then be like well forget Forget my, my arrangement with Father God, you know what I'm saying? I'ma just go indulge in this arrangement with Satan. He gonna be mad at you. There's consequences for that. You gotta be aware. 
not always just keep messing up. Once you aware, then you try. But he don't expect us to just be perfect. 